in the air Toast to a high power Cause what you tuning in to right now Sit down Happy Hour with Lido presents The Triangle Offense Podcast With Amani Music And Harrell And Lito I'm being, I'm Welcome being... to the Triangle Offense Podcast. I'm your boy Lito. It's your boy Monty with a hot pocket. <laughs> and I'm Anthony Harrell. What's hot up, pockets y'all? are fire. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Yeah, man. Um, we were just talking about Jasmine Sullivan. We was vibing before we came in here. Um, yeah, Jasmine Sullivan. Brandy too. Brand. Bro, before we before you came on, we was listening to uh, "Talk About Our Love" by Brandy. That song still hard, bro. Oh yeah, I remember when it came out. Yeah, and Kanye. Yeah, yeah. That song still hard, bro. For real. Yeah. Who's, who, who, who's your top five female vocalist? Remove the music. Top Remove five. The music. Vocalist. Ooh. Uh, t- yeah, you go first, bro. Or I, I mean, me? I go. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, Faith Evans. Um, Brandy. Jasmine Sullivan. Um. Ooh, the last two is tough. Are we, are we going old school, or does it matter? Your top five. Your top five. Um. Look, hold on. Mm-hmm. I play. A, I play a lot of female vocalists all the time. Um, mm-hmm. 
It's <laughs> tough, man. Uh, Legacy. All right, you took one of mine. There we go. Now we're and right. Legacy. Legacy. Uh, Legacy and my five would be. I'm gonna go LMA. Huh? Who who got Ant? Uh, I got um Whitney, of course. Uh, like Jasmine Sullivan, Whitney, Jasmine, Kimberell, um, and then uh, um, <laughs> I, I I I think I said my top five female vocalists about a year ago. This was like when I was on Instagram heavy, and I said my number four is gonna be somebody controversial. It's Anita Baker. I just love her, her sultry voice. And although she's, she can't do, you know, all the acrobats them other singers can do. I, she's always been in my top five and she always will just, I, I just love her. So she would be four for me. And then um, five would be Brandy. Probably. Mm-hmm. I didn't put Whitney in there cause I wouldn't, but you know, Shake on you. <laughs> take face out and put Whitney in. Nah, no, I take LMA out for Whitney in. I take okay. LMA out for okay. Whitney in there. I, I love with Faith. Yeah, I just see Stevie J at the airport. Go ahead though, E. What's your top five? Oh, um, Whitney, um, Jasmine Sullivan, Lettucey, Brandy, um, and then. My person, I love Tony Braxton. I, I, I grew Me up. Me too. It's too. I, I couldn't. I love Tony Braxton too. I love um, Tony Braxton too. I love. Yeah. I love. I love uh, yeah, Tony Braxton. And and, and just to give us, just to give a honorable mention, I'm Kim Burrell. But it's so funny because I feel like whenever I say Jasmine Sullivan, I I'm saying Kim Burrell as well because to mm-hmm. me, songs and acrobats is kind of similar. But that's my file. Do y'all still think that um, the women got got the game on lock right now? I think women have every industry on lock. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like when people yeah, think that, be like, well, what are you what are you saying? Like everything is. Yeah. Why wouldn't they have it on lock? They should have it on lock. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I hope Brandy drops another album. That'd be dope. And, and then, man, oh man, oh you and me both. Oh. I hope she does, man. I hope if she, I, I hope if she does, it's executive produced by someone and not this free for all of just picking songs. Yo, uh, speaking of that and speaking of Brandy, about a month ago, I was thinking about her and her music and her love for music and where she's been and what she's been doing. And the last song that she that touched me, touched me that she put out, man. You ever heard Freedom Rings? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna send it to you guys when we get off, man. It's and I can't. Mind you, it came out about, I don't know, it came out when I was in Vegas, so we'll say like six years ago, and I remember hitting her like, yo, man, this is one of my favorite songs you've ever done, and uh, and um, I can't find it online no more. That's the weird thing. I went to look for it like a month ago. It's not on iTunes. I had to go to YouTube to look for it, so when I send it to you guys, it's going to be a YouTube link, but this motherfucking song, man, when I tell you she's, in the song, she says something like, I'm trying to 
figure out why what made me start to sing like you know mm-hmm. what my love is and it's just deep man the, the lyrics are so deep and she's blowing her ass off nigga i'm gonna send it to y'all niggas man freedom rings yeah, I'm telling you, when she's going for it man a 10 like unfuckwittable crazy i was just, yeah, I was just telling i was just telling telling lito for the past month every day i've been playing fucking borderline by brandy i don't like it's moments like because we know Brandy can do all the the movement and all that fly shit, but then yeah. it's just the records where she's just so calm and just her tone is just so fire on it. I'm listening to that song I'm like yo, why do I like this shit so much? And I'm just listening to him like what the fuck is it about this song? I'm like yo, it's it's perfect in the sense of yo, it's a dope tempo, it's a dope written song, it's dope meaning behind it. I can actually attach the record to where she probably was at that time in life. Mm-hmm. And she's not doing too much singing, but she's singing. <laughs> like mm-hmm. she is a nice. Yeah, I, I, I love Borderline. Yeah, yeah, it's a dope. I really song. like it. Yeah, I wish, I wish it would have got more attention than what it did. But mm-hmm. yo, online, I think I made some people upset because I told, <laughs> I said, listen, some of y'all can sing, but there's some there's some other ones that can sing, and it is there is a difference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. I think yeah. I think when people when people hear that, I think people automatically hear insult. Yeah. Because the butt is there. So anytime you say butt, people think you're trying to diminish the other shit. Mm -hmm. It just is what it is. Like okay. I I have a good um um comparison e, and I want to know what you feel about this. About I don't know six months ago online, it was an argument. Who's who can out sing who Luther or Charlie Wilson? Did you did you catch that one? Mm-hmm. Who can sing who? And what did you feel about that? Um, I me personally, this might sound I like Charlie Wilson more. Yeah, I too. like him more because he to me he has more range. Um mm-hmm. and and don't get me Luther's tone, like I, I, it's always that that conversation of tone versus range and acrobats and riffing ability and all like all that but like when i hear charlie wilson i get all of that i like his tone Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. of his range i love what he's able to do with his voice um luther luther's great like end of the Mm -hmm. day one of the greatest male singers we've had absolutely but um i don't i don't think i don't think he's done as much as charlie me personally i don't i don't think Mm -hmm. Um, especially yeah. when it comes to original songs, like uh, like some of my favorite Luther records were, were were just great covers. So, and we didn't even know that at first. I know, I, I know. But even that's yeah. a, even that's a skill of being able to take a song that you know is pretty popular in its own right and then make it your own. So make it your own. Yeah, still all the yeah. respect for Luther, but Charlie Wilson ain't. And I remember that conversation. I can't remember who said it. Who was the person who said yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, but people were looking at crazy for saying, and I was like, that's not, it's not a <laughs> conversation to me, at least. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, what, what, what do you feel, Ant? Yeah, exactly. Nothing else needs to be said. I feel the exact same way. But I don't want to, you know, have any kind of disrespect to Luther and his throne, like as far as tones, his tone is, is, is amazing. He didn't do too much. Thus, with the argument of the, you know, the different levels to singing, like just because Luther can't, do all the acrobats like Charlie, maybe that doesn't mean he's not a great singer in his own right. Yeah. So let's get that straight. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a fact. Yeah. 
I have to say Charlie too. I mean, Charlie is cold, boy, and he's still cold at age sixty something, whatever he yeah. is, and it's still stage, cold. And his stage performance is still top notch. Facts. It's awesome. Um, I took my wife to see uh, him and um, um, what's her name? If you don't want me, then don't talk to me. Go ahead and free yourself. If you don't want me, don't talk to me. Oh, if he, oh, Fantasia. Fantasia, yeah. Damn. Oh, and Johnny Gill, too. I took her to see Johnny Gill. Also, another great voice. I was just talking about him to my brother the other day. Johnny Gill. That that dude, man. You know, he gets, he, he doesn't get mentioned a lot because he's in a group. Where his name, you know, doesn't get mentioned first or even second, but vocally, that boy is okay. is a monster. That, that nigga brought value. <laughs> that nigga brought value wherever he went. Facts. Facts. He went. Still got, still got some some records of his own. Amazing records. Uh, I record about Stokely. Stokely is mm-hmm. one of those niggas who like. When when you're top like as a singer, and when your top five or ten artists are mentioned, he always gets overlooked because he's in a group. So if you could, if groups got opened up like him, Wanye, they'd all be in my top ten. Uh, uh, the nigga in the Temptations. Um, um, um. I always forget. Not uh, not David Ruffin. Nick, what's the nick? David Ruffin. My nick. David Ruffin. I always get him mixed up with the other one that came in after him. Mm-hmm. Eddie Eddie Kendricks did he come in after him? Eddie was with him. Uh, you might be talking about Dennis Edwards. Dennis, Dennis, yeah, Dennis Edwards. Dennis. I'm sorry, yeah. Dennis Edwards. I'm sorry. That's what I'm talking about, Dennis. But yeah, mm-hmm. David Ruffin. I think Another I think great I think Stokely is me personally. Stokely is amazing, right? Like I listened. I think I listened to that Mint Condition live album, like all the fucking time, Ooh. and I just study his mm-hmm. shit. But I will say this. I think his tone <clears throat> is like an acquired taste. Cause I've had mm-hmm. I've heard people be like, oh, I don't I don't really like how he sounds. It's kind mm-hmm. of like, no, nigga, that's him. Like mm-hmm. that's like that's facts. Same about. thing with J Moss. <laughs> yeah. You know about yeah. J Moss E? Yeah. Like his yeah. tone is kind of the same. Like it's just like, you know, like like caviar. Like either you like it or you you know, it's real rich. Yeah, yeah. You know so, what I mean? Yeah, Stokely is up <laughs> there. Wanye is up yeah. there for sure. Wanye's Nigga, Wanye. oldest, uh, Wanye's oldest son. Every time I see his little ass on TikTok singing, I'm like, uh-huh. holy shit! Yeah, what going, the dark skin, the little dark skin nigga? He's, he's a, a beast. problem, right? He sounds just oh, like his daddy, just like yeah. his dad. I'm like, oh shit! This you, nigga singing his ass off. He's yeah, I, I love them little niggas, man. I love them too. I just want that little that the that one there. <laughs> He's something different. He is his dad. Yo, he is his dad. Close like your eyes, I know. Oh yep, shit. similarities are, are all there. <laughs> yo, scary, so scary. Um, yep. Oh shit. You know what? There's somebody I left off of my female. Mm. And I have to remove somebody. I don't know who. I'm going to just remove whoever. Layla Hathaway has to go in my top five. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not mad at that at all. I'm not either. I got to put yeah. Layla. And I love Anita just like you, Ant, because, um, you know, Anita Baker, 
like when I got married, she was our like our the song um, Angel was our first dance. I love Anita mm-hmm. Baker, bro. Yeah, for real. Can can't go wrong. Nah, not at all. <clears throat> D'Angelo is a. I like D'Angelo too, bro. I love D'Angelo. For real, D'Angelo, that nigga. I, I don't. I, I, he don't never gotta put out no music for me to respect what he did. That nigga's different. No, no, no. Different for real, bro. What's that song y'all sung uh, when y'all were doing? Uh, y'all used to do the YouTube cover. Y'all sung a D'Angelo song. What was it? Uh, oh, me and those dreaming eyes of mine. Oh yeah, man, yeah. I forgot that about that. So fire, bro. Yeah. And that's not that's not easy to sing. Y'all niggas was. <laughs> Y'all was singing. <laughs> that's not an easy song to sing, bro. I, I think yeah. that's what I think that's what like how we said the women are, are kind of running shit RB. I think that's what we're gonna need in RB male-wise. We're gonna need another D'Angelo Stokely as someone who's not just singing, who's also very high in tune with the musicianship, mm-hmm. who almost presents themselves like a band. Like, yeah. I, I, I'm saying, man, that's a good point, E. I, I, I think um, the connection back to the church will bring R&B back because that's what R&B is anyway. A bunch of church niggas who, and, and, and musicians, not you know what I mean, who brought, bring all them chord progressions and that 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 energy, and uh, and you know, you know, somebody that's attached to God who who who's not just a buffoon who's kind of you know living living what he's singing about, you know, about love and about, you know, what, you know, you believe it, you know, yeah. that, that. Yeah. you know what? We definitely gonna have to find a way to make gospel secular music again. Man, <laughs> like, Hey, come like, on. I'm not, I wouldn't even be mad at it. Like for, for real. When I listen to, when I listen, when I'm driving across country and I listen to BB and CC, the way they presented their music, you don't feel like you're listening to gospel and you're being bombarded with a bunch of, you know, just a bunch of, just a Holy Spirit, like you know, nothing wrong with yeah. that. We listen to Kimberell and all that, but it's a little much all the time. BB and CC lighten it and make and they add that R and B to it, to where it's like it seems like they're singing about love, but they're really singing about the love for God. There was an artist I used to. There was a gospel artist I used to listen to a lot. Well, his his range was fucking ridiculous. Um, I think he changed his name, but I, I think back when I used to listen, his name was Tone. Yeah, Tone. his name is. You talking about B Slade? Yes. Yeah, I love him. I was different, uh, different type guy, but he yeah. Yeah, super, super like when I first why he was he had a concert and someone showed me, and I was like, all right, this ain't really my type of nigga I want to go hang out with. But <laughs> this shit. <laughs> yeah, I, what you're talking about. I said, boy, oh my boy, this nigga. Too. <laughs> yeah. I said, this dude right here is. Different, just like real creative, yeah. super dope vocal range is ridiculous. I was like, nah, this is, this is it. Yeah, so no, B Slade. Hey, let me tell you how how dope he is. Like he he's so dope. He ended up on my don't even. I think maybe my brother put him on there, but he just stumbled upon my 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 phone or my iPod or whatever at the time, and he just would pop up on shuffle. And I'm, every time I wouldn't know who it was, but I wouldn't skip it because the music would be so great. And then one day I just asked my brother, I'm like, and we was talking and he used the, 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 his name, Tone. And I was like, oh, you be Slade. And he told me the story about why he changed his name and told him he went to see him at a show. And 
I was like, oh, shit, dig that. But his music was so great. I didn't know who he was, and I never skipped his shit. Yeah. Yeah, he's dope. Super dope. Yeah. What do y'all what do y'all put um what does John B rank for y'all vocally? For me personally, I hate to do this, but like as far as the white boy singers, he's not at the very top, but mm-hmm. he is with my brother Grady. So, you know, I guess it's just um it's it's just it's all about personal opinion because I put Robin Thick above him above him and my brother Grady put him above Robin Thick. I don't know. Is Justin up there at the top two or nah? Again, Grady loves Justin, man. Grady, them Justin niggas, is at the top for my brother. None of them niggas is fucking with Mike McDonald. No, yeah, no way. With, with my OG Bobby, who just passed recently. Nope. Yep, I agree. Um, I don't think I don't think Justin or John B can fuck with Robin Thick vocally. Yeah. Um couple of more white boys that that that's unless move away from, I mean if we stick in R&B we stick in the R&B then yeah you, let's stick to R&B then it uh, gets kind of confusing a couple of other white boys that I, if you I know who, who's who, you know who could go but it's not traditionally R&B but it's soulful is Michael Bublé I'm sorry he ain't R&B but that boy could, could bobble Michael, <laughs> uh, uh, I, I, I'll take John Mayer's tone <laughs> over, over over uh John B and I mean don't get me I wrong John B is still that dude <laughs> still got put respect on his name I still mm-hmm. you know, like we said last time I still I don't really like to even talk about white singers male R and B singers too much in, in, in right but <laughs> no, I feel you. you have to have the conversation about them yeah he's dope he's dope <laughs> oh I forgot about Kiki Wyatt. <laughs> Chicken. Yes. Kiki Wyatt is a. <clears throat> the only reason why I can't put Kiki Wyatt is because I. Well, <clears throat> that's not fair because we're just saying vocalists. But yeah. I don't know enough mm-hmm. of her music to have to really judge. Like, I've heard her sing and I know she's fucking amazing as a singer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just not familiar. I'm, I'm just not familiar enough. Like, the other people I've listened to their music and I've really had time to hear them in all different forms, you know, mm-hmm. of singing. And not just doing covers or not just doing like little spots and stuff, but what about right. Kelly Price? Another amazing one. Another, yeah, she's no, dope as hell too. She ain't got a whole lot of music, but she could go. Another, another amazing one. Um, whatever happened to June's Diary? Y'all remember them? Yeah, yeah, they were signed no. to signed to. They had a, a show on BET, and then they were signed to Kelly Rowland. Yep. Briefly, and they could sing, bro. You know, the whole group is yeah. talented. The whole group is talented. I um, you know, they got they got into the system. One one of the young ladies, Gabby, um, light skin, yeah, yeah, super dope. She released a project, um, with with my boy Kush and my boy uh, Obi out in L.A. And they did a, a dope EP together. And I want to say it's called Beach Room, or mm. some it's. Dope EP though, really dope, really dope, and she's super dope. All the girls in the group can sing their ass off. I just think, um, just think this right. One of the they greatest got away from Kelly. That's what happened. Well, no, I think one of the greatest quotes really is, you know, is you you give you give 
you give the right player the right coach and the right system and all that, you'll you'll win a chip. Mm-hmm. I just think they didn't have they don't have the right coach, they didn't have the right system, they didn't have the right team, but they were really dope. I have a funny story about something that happened with them in the studio with uh uh young bird hitmaker, shout outs to Pitmaker. Hitmaker. Something that happened that I, I happened to just be sitting there when it happened, and I was like, "Oh shit, <laughs> this industry is crazy." What but I, I'll tell that off of here. I'll tell that off. All right, all right. All right. Okay. Salute to salute to my nigga hit maker though. Salute to Bird though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what about Eric Benet? Where he rang for y'all? Fire. I love his voice, man. Eric Benet, fire. fire. He's fire. Yeah, he's fire. dope, man. He's. I want to be loved. Is like him, Ken Lattimore. Uh huh. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of male singers that get overlooked because they didn't really probably have the big big records. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of fucking dudes, man. I and then too, like, is man, one of my favorite songs of all time, bro. I want to be loved. Yeah, man. That song is so hard. I gotta go check that out. Don't you don't remember that. hearing it? He was hitting. Yeah, you gotta hear it, bro. He was going. I'll send it. I'll put it in the chat right now, and then yeah, he, just go. Yeah, chat uh, whenever you get a chance. Eric Benet is different. Yeah. Um, all right, let's do this, man. Let's stop. Let's stop being nice, man. Who's some of the wackest niggas, man? <laughs> <laughs> Wax singers. Um, let's, all right, let's do this. Let's do this though. Let's do this though. Let's be fair though, because just because <laughs> just because we don't think that you dope as a singer, don't mean that you didn't have some great success. Who's some of the like most successful wax singers? <laughs> okay, uh, uh, this is a good one. Uh, I- I'll tell you, uh, I'll be more specific, and I'll tell you five of the most annoying tones that I hate. And I- and-, and mind you, I don't know. I might I-, <laughs> I might have met some of these niggas. They might be in the industry, so I apologize in advance. But <laughs> nigga, I, you know, I uh, damn. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, man. Uh, Montel Jordan's tone of voice is funny. Yeah, I can't um, agree with you there. Um, shit. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. I love, I love my man Keith Sweat, but his voice is just, I love him, though. It hurts me to say that. I love Keith Sweat and I love that his nigga music. Keith Sweat should have been in, in jail with R. Kelly with some of the tone. shit he was saying. That nigga <laughs> said, You may be young, but you're ready. Hey, no, no, no. Hey, no, no, no. Listen, listen, listen. Because I sampled that for one of my songs. So I want to clear this up. I want to clear this up. The lyric, the lyric is, You may be young, but you're ready. Ready, ready to, to learn. learn. Yes. Right? Uh, you're not a little girl. You're a woman. There you go. Hey, there you go. What's so what's what's wrong with that? <laughs> that I mean, the idea. lines are just blurred there, bro. Like what's, blur- what's blurry? What's blurry about the lines? <laughs> you're not a little girl, you're a woman. I mean, do how old is she? Maybe he's talking to a yamp that just turned 18 that day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do this. All right, so let's 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 do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. We got we got some whack niggas. We got some whack niggas. I got I got a couple of people I want to name. 
Okay. So let me name them real quick. And let's really get to this combo because this this gonna be all. We might get in trouble. Go ahead. Okay. Um. So you said you said OG Keith. I was gonna say OG Keith, but I love his music. Um. Yeah. Uh, Montel. I agree with Montel. Um, Alicia Keys would be on that list for me. Oh, she starts belting. Unfortunately, man. Uh, and man, I think that only when she starts belting, though. Only yeah. when she starts belting. Over the years, but I, uh, I love her. It starts though. to get worse. Uh, uh, that's tough. I know that's a tough one to swallow. I mean, and I love her. I love her. I, I do too, her. man. For yeah. real, I'm in love with her. For real. But I was never a fan of her uh, voice. Yeah, you. I agree with you, E. As, as much as that hurts, man, to, for me to say that on a public forum, oh, I got to keep it 100, my nigga. I got hard. to, man. Oh. I guess a hard one, man, to, to admit. Well, and I, I, I hear, um, and mind you, I had one of the best experiences with meeting Alicia Keys. I'll tell that at some other time because I don't want this to take up this podcast or whatever, but it was amazing. Fucking awesome. I just barged in on her. She was so fucking cool to me and my brothers. But I also hear stories from the other white white side of the people that I know that hear that she's just a B-I-T-C-H, man. And that's just <laughs> so sad to hear, man. Like, over and over, I hear stories, like, left ear, right ear, and, like, ear hustling. Like, damn, for you know real? Funny? She's like that? I think <laughs> when I hear those stories, I never get bothered by it too much because I feel like you have to have a level of that in order to sustain yeah some level yeah. of peace in this industry. Cause I, yeah. I, I watch, I've watched people become like, I've watched people try to sustain nice for so long mm-hmm. that like you just open yourself up to a bunch of bullshit in this industry that I feel like you have yeah. to have thing where it's like, yo, we can't do certain shit with this person because we already know it ain't gonna go a certain way. So I was I, about to I was about to say what about Michael Jackson and I stopped right when you said you have to have a certain I ain't gonna and Michael didn't have that, but you're right. You have to have that. Have man. To. You have to. niggas will take advantage. Of you. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. Prince had it, and Prince had it. Prince had it so well that even when you know, what's so funny, Lito. I almost wore my purple rain shirt today, <laughs> and then I said, you know what? I'm a rep for Motown today. <laughs> oh um, yeah, hell yeah. Um, Prince had it in such an ill way that it was it was attractive to women. And then, you know, real niggas saluted it because, like, man, that nigga Prince ain't fucking with you. That nigga too good, man. Like, he 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 mastered the art of like still being considered like a lovable person, but you mm-hmm. knew Prince even an asshole. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So back to the shit y'all was saying about the key sweatshirt, right? Um. Do you think the okay? Because when I hear that song, when I hear the young, young and ready song, when I hear that, and when I first initially, like I took the line for one of my records, and when I first did it, I, I think I recorded the record. I was like 25, 26, but maybe about around that age. And in my lyrics, I'm describing a young lady who's just starting out at college, just finding herself, and all those other things. We know traditionally in our Gen in, in our situations in our generations in our early twenties, there was still some some of the younger women around that guys will find attractive and they would try to talk to. 
19, 20, 21, all that, right? Um, do, do, you, do you think? Go ahead. <laughs> hey, go ahead, man. <laughs> do you think there will, there, there will ever be a time well, well, old older niggas would just stop fucking on young girls. And when I say young, when I say young, I mean like, because when you said what you said, it does come off a little predatory in a sense, because you know she's young and you know she's not prepared mentally for the things and the challenges that she's about to face with. But because she's of age, you're like, fuck it, I don't care if she's of age. Like, I can't get in trouble for that. But yet, there's still some moral responsibility for us guys to be like, yo, she's young, but what makes her ready? Like, just because she's old enough? Like, so, like, but R&B is, like, kind of, like, built off of that. Like, like R&B niggas been fucking younger bitches all their life. Like, <laughs> marrying younger women. Um, I won't even just say R&B niggas. Just niggas in it's, entertainment, period. Yeah, period, yeah. For me personally, man, it's really hard for me to speak on this because, because okay, first of all, let me make it clear. I don't like younger bitches per se, like you know, in their teens and all that. I don't. I just don't. Fortunately, um, however, um, I also ain't got a gang of bitches throwing you know throwing themselves at me because I ain't like on the road. I'm, I'm with my family every day, and I ain't rich and famous and out there like that. So I don't know. If I had that type of power and fame and and I had, you know, younger women in different type of situations throwing themselves at me, how I would would react every single time, you know, because these young girls just be looking not their age, you know what I mean? Like, so it, it's a tough thing to speak on, man. No, niggas will never stop fucking young bitches, never. <laughs> to, to answer your question, no. It is what it is, man. You all right, Yeah, yeah I'm good. I, I just, you know, um, yeah, I, I grew and it's that shit is never gonna stop. Like, never. I know some old niggas right now. Like, <laughs> I know them, and they be messing with younger chicks. Like these niggas, probably in their sixties. Chick got to be <laughs> twenty eight. And this is not to start no 29. shit. Not to start no shit, but who came up with the age eighteen and why? And then if you go on, if they change it to 17, you know, people got to start changing their psychology in their own head. Like that, that gets real dicey to me too, who came up with that age. It's just so, you know, even the, the like the, I'll, I'll take a woman who's 25. Let's just say a woman who's 25, who's, you know, not that experienced, who hasn't had that many boyfriends, who, you know, just really starting to really face the world on her own. She might just got out of college, whatever it is. And she meets the 40 something year old guy, mm-hmm. already been through the ringer. He knows the mentality of that young woman. He studied it. He's been doing it all his life. And just because she's 25 don't mean that he's still not in a predatory move. Like it's it's still predatory. Like you're, yeah. you're, you're aiming for this certain type of age or character simply because, which is why I don't, whenever I hear people talk about the R. Kelly shit, I remove the age concept from it because he wasn't just doing this to young bitches, a young woman. No, he wasn't. I got, I got to stop it saying. Yeah, no, me too. My bad. That's that. I'm sorry about that. Um, 
he was doing this to older women as well. Like there were older women on these documentaries saying, mm-hmm. right. Oh, he prayed on me because <clears throat> mentally mm-hmm. he knew that they were in a state where he could take advantage of. So yeah. what I really want to know is, will the predatory mentalities of the entertainment industry ever, ever come to a cease or at least be called out for what it is. Like it is predatory behavior in the lyrics. It is predatory uh, behaviors in the videos because most of the younger mm-hmm. guys, I mean, most of the older guys aren't doing videos with women that are their counterparts. They're doing it with mm-hmm. young girls. So um, mm, I, the, I, on, the, on, the only way that would, would be possible is if, you know, the, the heads of whoever is running uh, it, whatever we're talking about, whether it's the music business or the acting business, if they, you know, had some type of morals and we all know that nobody does, man, the higher ups are the ones that like young women the most, i.e. Harry, Harry, what was his name? Weinstein. Me and two. Yeah, of course. I mean, (laughs) this is big, big business. They call it. it. Shoot. I love, I love what, you know, Diddy and Russell Simmons and a lot of these dudes have done for us in this industry. But um, their track record is very much so along that lines. And when I see yeah. when I see them not be successful relationships, <clears throat> I have to question what was the purpose. Like at a certain point, 50, 60 years old, when do you start to feel like, yo, I'm I'm just taking advantage of young young women? Like, is this love? Is this like, is this, oh, I need to keep myself feeling young, the younger women I fuck with, the younger I feel, uh, which in turn still is selfish because it's not really you going in for the sake of love and for you really getting enough. It's really more about you and what you're trying to sustain than anything. So, mm-hmm. you know, when, when, I, when I see those guys that we admire and we, we, talk about and revere in the entertainment space and I watch the shit that they do. I'm kind of like, eh. That's why you're not supposed to, you have to be careful about who you admire. You know what I mean? That's all I can say about that. Cause all them niggas, man, like there's a, there's, I don't know. I don't want to judge or nothing, but there's not too many niggas in the industry that, yeah. You know what I mean? It's weird, man. It's weird. (laughs) And they all weird uh, like that. Another, um, a uh, whack R&B guy who um who got who got who got rich and, and all Brian McKnight that nigga he what? got a song Man. listen listen yeah He's I know back. it's controversial listen I know it's controversial listen he made well, a song called Let Me Show You How That I'm- Okay listen we have listen. to put that song into context that song was for uh, it was it was a comedy skit for Funny or Die website Yes, I'm not even mad at that that song. It was actually pretty it funny. Was funny. It was. I, I, <laughs> but man, I, 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 Brian McKnight, I, I got mad. Man, you hear about this issue been going through, and I gotta like say something about this because I know the nigga, and I usually don't talk about people's business, but I gotta bring this up because he it, it rubbed me the wrong way musically. So he gave me a reason to bring it up. So like he's going through this stuff with his sons where they're going back and forth. It reminds me of me and my dad or what we mm-hmm. went through uh you know whatever it's about it's personal and they haven't talked to each other they're estranged or whatever and it's so funny man i, I knew them little niggas i remember my brother gave them a mark like a uh 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 brian mcknight jr 
a, a Michael Jackson t-shirt. It was stitched on a t-shirt when he was like eight. It must have been eight years old. We was over Brian's house over there. And uh, so that's how long we've known him. But so fast forward to see him go through all this drama. Uh, then And then um, Brian was like, um, to see Brian take the side of his new wife and his new kid, I think he has two now with the current wife, and then kind of forget that his other kids exist is kind of whack to me. And then that's that, that's whack. And then on top of that, he was like, he was singing, he made some new music about um, his new wife, right? And calling her like the, the, I'm so glad I found you, you're the love of my life. And then he got questioned about all the love music that he made previous to that. Like, well, what about all this stuff? And I'm talking about the music that I adore, mm-hmm. all the music that I grew up to. And he was like, he was quoted as saying, I didn't hear him say this, but he was quoted as saying, oh, I was just putting putting notes together, man. I, that wasn't like, that's just, you know, I was just following direction musically. I, you know, it made it seem like all of them songs had like nothing to do with the baby mama at that time. And it wasn't real love. And he, it, it was just whack and just cheesy and corny and some shitty. Oh, can I, can I, like, can, can I, can I, I give I love Brian McKnight too? Uh, let me say that. Can I give I some Brian McKnight too? With that can shit I give some laughing. pushback? Can I give a little? Yeah, pushback? go ahead. So, please, because I didn't understand that. So, as someone who remembers where I was at, and I mean, I'm turning forty, so it ain't like I'm so much further along in the process than Brian, but and. In my early stages of my career, a lot of those songs that I made mm-hmm. about women that I loved or had love for, mm-hmm. uh, I can 100% look back and say now today, those 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 thoughts and those ideas that I put down in pen and pad probably weren't the most genuine of real feelings. It felt mm-hmm. good in the moment, but as I grew to this person that I am now, mm-hmm. um, I can see how those songs are just songs. Mm-hmm. To me now, in the moment, they might have been, you know, meant something. But to me now, different space, different life, different. So, question. Oh. It's like I'm in class. I got to raise my hand, E, but because uh, I have to say it because when I'm high, I, I forget quick. What about fast forward 10 years from now? And he's with somebody else and he d- does another project. He's like, oh, I'm in love. Is, is he going to feel this way about this music that he made every time? Like, oh, back then I was just. <laughs> we could we could only wait to see. <laughs> so I don't know whack. that that now if that became the pattern, then one hundred. I'd be like, yo, Brian, you on bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> now with the kids, let me just say this, and this is the one thing that we um we it's hard and it's hard for the kids to have to really understand and deal with, but his older kids might have to accept that this new set of kids and this new wife just got a better version of Brian McKnight than they did. Like not his, not his fault or well, not his doing, not intentional, but they got him at a different point in life. Now he's grown. He's able to do parenthood the the way that he should have done it. And because he wasn't able to do it with them, doesn't mean he shouldn't embrace and love what's happening now. Um, but you're talking like like his kids uh, cease becoming his kids anymore when they turn 18. They're still oh, no, no. his kids. I, no, I agree. I also know that this is the thing. I, no matter who you are, family, friend, whatever, no matter how famous I am, no matter how famous you are, 
the minute you decide to take our personal problems to social media, anything. I agree. That's I agree it. with that. Yeah, hundred percent. So for me, yeah, kind of like you guys, you you guys get the benefit of having this man's last name. Mm -hmm. You want the financial benefit from being attached to this man as your father. But then you also want to be able to get the sympathy from the public for the things that he's done wrong. And he's right. he's probably done things wrong, like most parents do. But they've probably done things wrong, like most kids do. And yeah. instead of that just being a household issue, you want to affect your father's image and his career in a negative yeah. way. Yeah. Like, that doesn't make sense to me. I know. But then you want him that shit to- shit just hurts me, though. It's, it's, it, it, it's, it hurts me. This sucks because, and I told I told my I had a great talk with my son recently. The yeah. guy that you got the information about eight nine years ago, yeah, a lot of that was probably true, and you know a lot of stuff negative stuff you heard cool, but who I am today is different. And you know you can have those thoughts and you can have you know that recollection, but you got to respect where I'm at today. Mm -hmm. I don't get here today if I didn't go through some of that stuff. So, you know, and at the end of the day, I don't, I don't give a fuck what happened. I'm your, you know, parent is your parent. It, it made you. Like, you got to, yeah. at, at bare minimum, you owe them respect for at least pumping some nut into somebody. Like, yeah. At bare minimum. <laughs> yeah. Like, the I'm complaints sure, you're though. making, the complaints that you're making about your life today do not exist unless I created you. Yeah. Well, I think they probably are are trying to, they're having a hard time addressing the the childhood trauma maybe maybe they're wanting him to just acknowledge it because you know a lot of times old like older like older men you tell them about something that happened to you when you were younger and they're like oh that didn't happen you had mm -hmm. a good life you had a good life you had it good you know what i'm saying yeah. you were straight but I get that a lot people don't understand like man money don't change like your mental like your, mm -hmm. your, your mental health and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So maybe he, maybe his kids were not, on that. You know what I'm saying? Talking about how that may have affected them. Only reason yeah. why that's not fair is because and you, you've been around them to see him with his kids. Yeah. I've seen things of him on stage singing with his kids. I've mm -hmm. seen spaces of him doing fatherly things. Not mm -hmm. saying he's been a, a great father, not oh, I don't know, yeah. but he there's moments to document the things that he's done with you where you were proud to stand next to him and claim yeah. him as a father. So, you know, that relationship it's a money grab. That's what you just said. It's a money grab, then not that's whether it's a money grab or not. Every relationship in life is gonna have ups and downs. You can't now decide that you we at the down point, <laughs> then now you yeah. want to ruin my whole character because we've had yeah. whether i'm right or wrong like you can't come back from certain shit so once you step mm. a certain line you gotta stay there yeah, like, I, doctor, I agree. like i like agree like dr trey dr Dre had a daughter who went and like tried to bash his name and it, yeah i remember that and she's she was doing bad and he's yeah. like yo i can't you want to you want to ruin the empire i'm building but now when you're down, I'm supposed to take this very empire that I'm trying to sustain 
and help right. pull you in for you to potentially do the same thing when you don't like where our relationship stands in the moment? And what about the hit I took when you went and said all of that stuff? Yeah. Your loyal loyal loyalty, loyalty and love is so much past is is past so much more than just what we felt in that moment. I have to keep that same loyalty and love for you even when I don't want to be around you or even when I don't like the things that you're doing because I never know where we're going to stand in the next year or two. So I always want to be looked at as honorable because I want you to know whether we were good or bad. I still honored who you were. Yeah. So I, I don't, you know, I don't know the situation, but for me, kids always honor your parents unless your parents just beating on you and going crazy and fucking you over and doing some other wild, crazy shit. Um, honor yeah, your we're missing we're missing a lot of that uh, honoring your parents. If, if kids would just follow that one kind of thought that the Bible presented, we'd be have a whole lot of less problems. Yeah. Honor your father and your mother. Mm -hmm. There's also a scripture though that says, "Do not bring your children to anger." But we're not gonna go there. Yeah, but I'm yeah, saying like yeah, it's a yeah. it's a it's a double edge. There certainly no. is. I know what you're talking about, Lee. Now listen, <laughs> in the words, in the words of the great Bernie Mac. In a great fuck movie called Soul Man, man, fuck them kids. <laughs> <laughs> I believe if you a kid is old two, you old enough to get hit in the throat or the stomach. Yeah, man. <laughs> he said, that nigga said, he said, he said, fuck the kids. He said, yeah, yeah, fuck the kids. Fuck the kids. <laughs> top oh, five, man. top five groups, R and B groups. Ooh, new edition. Jackson Five, <coughs> <coughs> Boys to Men, Joe to See. Let me think about the fifth. So I know your fifth one. <clears throat> you had Temptations, Jackson Five, New Edition, Joe to See. No, I didn't say Temptations, but. Oh. I'm thinking about it. Uh, my brother, Temptations would have been number one. I haven't said Temptations yet. I said Boys to Men, Joe to See, Jackson Five, and New Edition. Okay. So far, but I guess I gotta say the Temptations. Okay. I'll say the Temps. You don't have to. No, I, I mean I have to. I was gonna think, but Temptations. I mean, <laughs> Temps. Tem tem temptations is is number one for me. Do the history of them, the interchangeable members, the different generations they crossed over to. It's nothing, nothing like them. Them niggas is impeccable. <laughs> um, yeah. Jackson Five, because they was really the first kid, <laughs> kid shit that we really could hang on to. And that's, that's kind of why I, I would put new edition in there, but I bumped new edition out because for me, new edition pretty much was just a blueprint of the Jackson Five. Um, after that, I got to put uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Mm. I, let's get this clear: they're not they're they're not traditionally R and B, right? Well, okay. So, all right, so we're sticking to R and B. Yeah, because yeah. if you come on now, that's 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 unfair. Because we're going somewhere else. That's unfair. <laughs> well, man. well, because if because if that's the case, I don't consider 
Temptations in Jackson Five R and B, but they're singing yeah, they're about women. Uh, well, mm, and that gets because because if we're being honest, those songs back then were not labeled R and B records. They were they were labeled soul records. Soul, soul. Yeah, you're right. You know but R and B soul is kind of intertwined. So if I, they, they so kind of right, if we blend the two, Earth, Wind, and Fire. I'll let you go, Earth, Wind, and Fire. So damn, they that makes me mad. Shit. <laughs> Then, if I have to go to my fourth, have to go to Ozzy's. Okay. Ohio's own, baby. I don't, think, I don't think people understand what the motherfuckers did. It's still doing. <laughs> now, I know lie. I ain't gonna lie. We, we, at some point, we have to dissect the 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 people that actually like people put a lot of respect on Madonna because like, oh Madonna always changed with the generations and she still continue I'm like she came out in the fucking eighties right, whatever I ain't beat for that shit I'm talking about these niggas early fifties sixties to two thousand and twenty three and we still speak and listen to these motherfuckers musics it's just different it's just a different thing it's mm-hmm reinvented themselves so many different times, so many different generations sound. Mm-hmm. Eyes, something different. Um, the Tiny Desk uh, performance. Yeah, and I mean, we all put the respect on Ron Eisley, but it, the, mm-hmm. the group was bigger than just Ron yeah. when it mm-hmm. added exception mm-hmm. at its peak. Um, so Temptations, Jackson's Five, Earth, Wind & Fire, Eisley's. Oh, my last group, um, Parliament Funkadelic, man. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Those are all great selections. Uh, Go ahead, Lee. Top five got to be um, Jackson Five, New Edition, uh, Drew Hill. Mm. Um, I love the Temptations too, but I'm not gonna put them in this. Love them though. Um. Jodeci, what's that for? Jagged Edge. Okay, we pretty much was all over, all yeah. over the place with our yeah. yeah yours, yours, yours for me was like a nice blend of current and within the times. Yeah. Yeah. Dang, I had no a good doubt. one. I just forgot about it though. <laughs> Jack, 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 Jagged Edge over one twelve. Yeah, especially the new one twelve. Them niggas, man. The new one twelve is not. I don't even pay attention to the new one twelve, <laughs> bro. I thought we wasn't gonna see them, bro. Well, no, no, well, no, well, no. The go to <sighs> guy, the go, the, the 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 original four. Oh, the original four is super. Yeah, one twelve. Um, yeah. No, nah, I still gotta go jagged edge though. Yeah. I gotta stay. I gotta stay. I'm loyal. Ah, now I need to know the, why. Those are just my. I, I listen to that. I love their music, but they old music. Like I love their old music, bro. I don't hey, think I'll I listen be right to back, it. fellas. Give me two okay, seconds. Bro. Okay, bro. I don't think I listen. I I would say I listen to Jagged Edge more than One Twelve. I did. Mm. Um. Damn, but the new Jagged Edge, bro. Oh, I, I mean, not the new Jagged Edge, but the, but the new One Twelve. When I went to go, uh, when I, we and my wife went hey, to see them, bro. I'm back. Here we oh, we hear you. Okay. What you got? <laughs> so what, what wait, you, what happened? 
But I was just saying the new 112, bro. When I went to go see them in concert, man, it was just a waste of time, bro. Yeah. Waste of time. I heard. I heard yeah, I feel like you feel like Monica get her just due. Man, uh that's a good question because why did Ashanti get a a, a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame before all of Monica, a, a yeah. lot of these singers that I think deserved it before her, but that's some weird, another weird thing. Can I can't answer, sing? I don't listen. She got better. She got better. I'll give her that. But back to Monica. Monica got so much better, man. When Monica first came out, she was like, you know, a little sloppy kind of singer. And then you got to realize she came out the same time as Brandy. And of course, Brandy was always a few steps ahead of her vocally. But as the years progressed and and they're they're kind of their their back and forth kind of competition thing that they didn't do themselves, but that the, the fans did. And yeah. as it as it progressed over the years, Monica got better, man. Vocally, I don't think she gets her her. In her concert, she's awesome, bro. She's I, I, man. There you go. I ain't never seen her. For you to just say that, she's she's really in great. Concert, bro. I love she's her. She's sing, boy. She can blow. She be going, huh? Monica's dope. Yeah. Um, I I think uh, I think Ashanti. I think Ashanti just had a bigger, better moment than her. That's all it really is. I thought she was gonna say bigger, better booty. And that too. <laughs> they both not. Nah, I'm, I'm talking. They both beautiful. But um, yeah. I think I think when Ashanti hit, she hit at a moment where it was so much more like there was the 106 in Park, there was TRL, there was all those different mm-hmm. albums to highlight artists like that. And then the funny thing is, people forget Ashanti's moment in that very beginning was was bigger than Beyonce's. Like. Beyonce wasn't really um but she was trying to make that transition mm-hmm. from that, that little gap of time. Mm-hmm. Ashanti was killing. Ashanti was was it. And she was the girl that was on every rap joint. She was the girl. That's yeah. what I was gonna say. I remember all of her best records is accompanied by Ja Rule and somebody, yeah. and somebody else. So it's, it's like kind of cheating. Monica got her own records, great records no. by herself. Now, Rain On Me is one of my, like, I love that song. You know what I'm saying? You know, Shanti got records. Don't get it a shot. Yeah. Shanti yeah. got, no, she, she got records. She got and records. She's a, dope, she's a dope writer. A lot of that stuff she pet. Um, yeah. And I think, and and she had the momentum of being a part of a crew. Right. That was. That part. Yo, you just said killing. Yeah. about uh, someone being a dope writer. Whatever happened to, um, What was her name, bro? Not Carrie Hilson. Yes. What happened to her? Just Beyonce. That's what happened. Nigga, you out of here. What fuck you talking about? Carrie Hilson. You got to go. What the fuck right. you doing? She's and still right, like though. better. She, she's like better, Carrie Hilson or Sierra? Uh, CC, bro. I got you to say CC. Um... I'm gonna say Ciara, yeah. but not, not for not, and I and I always thought Ciara had like, like a nice decent voice. Harry uh, Hilson has a, a nice voice too. I mean, Ciara just has a, a that performer's desire, and she just always came off to me like I really want to be an artist, and I'm going to be an artist. Harry Hilson just seemed like yo, I can pen these shits, and I look good, and I can hold the note. So the label gonna throw me a bag the album up. It's a fair assessment. 
Um, Yo, we have not mentioned Mary J one time today. I did that purposely. <laughs> Why? <laughs> you don't like Mary J? No, 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 no. Y'all not going to get me to say nothing negative about Mary J. But... <laughs> Mary's I've been I've been rocking with Mary since I was 14. Let me just say this. I I will support Mary J. Have y'all seen Frankie Beverly's perform of recent? No. Uh-uh. Don't. Frankie Beverly. <laughs> oh, my dad said his voice is gone. It's bad. Is that true, E? Yeah, my really bad. Pop said. Oh no. man. Damn. It's so bad that I think at this point. We would rather you just lip sync, right? Oh, man. Yeah, that was really bad. Damn. And I'll say that to say. I've seen Frankie Beverly in concert when I was younger. But I, I say that to say, I will still support Mary J even if she gets to that point. Cause Mary I don't, I don't think people understand what Mary J, what Mary J really meant. I know. Like not just for arm. New York, like for New York, R- like when you think of R&B, hip hop always gets associated New York. Mm-hmm. Think of R&B, I don't ever feel like New York ever had that moment where we were like running, running shit. I feel like Mary kind of like really, like we had God, well God, we had Teddy Riley, we had, you know, a couple other people doing some things like that. Mm-hmm. Like Mary represented R&B and then she represented New York so well. The streets. Yeah. yeah. Hip-hop too. And, and I'm telling you, a whole chunk of my life was dedicated to nothing but her, her music, man. All yeah, during, seriously. When I was 14, 15, 16, 17, I was all in the, and when I was a virgin, I was grinding. I wasn't even fucking to her music. I was like dancing on the dance floor, grinding, like grabbing booties, like <laughs> all the Mary, nigga. That's the that's, whole <laughs> I feel like that about her. I feel like that about. Uh, I feel like that about her. I feel like that about Little Kim. Yep. The certain women, because we know we know that we know the men that came out and represented and held shit down for you. You know mm-hmm. respect like Ohio. You got to put respect on Bone Thugs. You got like yeah. you have to like. So the Ohio players, yeah, Ohio players. Uh, um, mm-hmm. and you got to put some respect on you know George Clinton. You got put you got to put respect on certain people. Yeah. For us, like nigga, if you from New York and of that age in that era, and you remember when Mary dropped, and you remember when Little Kim dropped, and when Biggie mm-hmm. dropped, nigga, it was Tan magic, dropped, one after the other. The niggas magic, magic, never magic, do magic. No wrong to me. I know. I'm never, yeah. never. They just have a for us. So, so crazy. Facts. So, Mary yeah. J can Mary J can be singing at eighty years old. It sound like a piece of shit, and I'm still. I never like, and we in Ohio, like I said, we, bro, like we love Mary J here too. My whole family love Mary J, bro. My mom. Wanye's boys are signed to her now. They just signed to her label. Word. I seen that. I seen that. One more. Yeah. Yeah. Bring them out because they they fire all them boys. Yeah, man. (laughs) All them boys fire. Yeah, I was watching the data. They um they got a TikTok uh page and they singing on every. I'm talking about like. I like them. I like them. I just don't like the group. No. Them. I like them. Yeah. yeah. Like I like them. I like what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, let me not say I don't like the group. 
I just don't like what I've seen them doing with the group. Like I like I, like I don't want to I don't want to see them do covers no more. Like I don't want to. Have see you heard their Have you heard their EP though? Yeah, I've heard it. Like yeah. it was alright. I haven't heard it yet. Like I I don't yeah. know. Like like that's how I felt about um. That's how I felt about like Gabby Wilson. Who's heard that? Like, like when they, when they were trying to like make her, there was another girl mm-hmm. who signed to Def Jam. Um, uh, I think her name was Karina Pashon. Oh yeah, I remember her. She really was, dope, yeah. vocal, but like yeah. some just aren't ready because the subject matter just isn't there yet. Mm-hmm. So I feel What's like the group name. Uh, one more. That's the weird thing. One more. One more, it's like not, it, yeah, it doesn't flow off the tongue good. You know what I mean? It doesn't flow off the tongue. It's bad enough that that you've already associated them. They're, they're all named Juan Ye. Did you know? You know that, right? Yeah, it's all like... of them. All of them named Juan Ye. <laughs> That's crazy. I don't, I don't know. I don't like it. There's no. There's no identity. That's what I'm saying. There's no identity. Okay. I might. I might agree. Agree with you there. Yeah, um, I might agree with you there. So, but other than that, I mean, them niggas are super talented. I, I yeah. hope hope they do big things, and I'm sure yeah. they. Will. <laughs> he named every last one of them Wanye. No joke, just like George Foreman. All his boys is named George Foreman, nigga. Um, I would never do that, but it's, yeah. <laughs> I like a lot. No that's, that, that that George that's, Foreman one, George Foreman two, three, four, five. <laughs> that is like some. That is like some super vain shit. Like, yeah, it is big time. Yeah, that's the shit. Okay. Yep. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Yes. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean some 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 child some child acts just got it and it's, uh-huh. it's it. um but then you know the industry doesn't go through the artist development like that they used to when they actually build and develop an artist so i feel like they're, they're developing in front of our eyes so mm-hmm. we have to yeah. kind of think that we like and we don't like so it's no yeah. judgment on where they're going it's just certain things i'm just like yo i don't want to see you guys keep doing the tiktok trend even though i know mm-hmm. you guys, i would yeah. love to guys starting to develop a sound and mm-hmm. show us more of that i really feel like music is 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 slowly pushing towards this background to everything else, like I feel like music is gonna get to a point where we're not gonna care about consuming it <laughs> as much as we do. Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like content, just visual content, is just gonna be the go-to, and there's you know some little cute little clip songs in the background, and then that's gonna be the motivation for people making music. Like the meaningful shit is just out the window. Nah, okay, y'all. <laughs> Right. Real quick, what did y'all think about the fight? I'll let y'all go first because I I didn't see the entire I, thing. Just go, Lito. Go, go. Because because what I got to say, I'm, I'm okay. Um, man, Arrow didn't look like himself to me, man. Uh, like much respect to Bud. Bud went out there and beat the brakes off of, off of Arrow. I was going for Arrow too because I'm I've always been a Huge Arrow fan, but man, it looked like I mean rematch. What rematch? Like, why do we need a rematch after that? That was one sided. 
the whole uh, it was just a complete masterful uh performance and it hurt me to even say that because i love arrow but when he came out with eminem i kind of was like okay this nigga coming out with eminem <laughs> <laughs> oh, Errol, you about to be in for a long night, bro. Eminem is walking out, but oh no! Uh, no. I seen that and I was like, oh man, I said, this don't even. No. I said, it's not about to be good. You know how much? It, you know how much it costs to get Eminem to come out his crib? Woo! Right, he don't. Eminem don't come outside, man. <laughs> he came to an actual fight and sat like. Bro, I just knew something. I was like, yo, Eminem don't come outside. Like, he's I never know. seen in public. I, I was like, bud, he's about, to do some, <laughs> he's about to do some amazing stuff right now. And he did, bro. Amazing. It was like it was almost like he knew that too. He was like, I got to. I have to do something amazing tonight. Eminem don't come out for when that who has Eminem ever walked to the ring? No, mm-hmm. nobody. But the, it, it, just to give you some, just to give you some clarity, he's probably the only person I, I can think right now left because me and my brother are always in the airport, right? And before Kobe died, I always used to say, "Nigga, I'm gonna get a picture with Kobe. I'm gonna get a picture with Kobe." Before, before, you know, uh, one day, Grady was like, it was always we had this ongoing joke. Grady was like, "Nigga, if I ever get a picture with Kobe, I'm gonna post it on my Instagram and shut my Instagram down." But then when Kobe died. That possibility, you know, died with him. And so now the only other nigga in the whole world, if I ever, I would fuck with in person. If I saw at the airport, is Eminem. That's the only guy. I'd have to take a picture with him. <laughs> I, listen. I'd have to. If I ever met Royce, I would take Royce. a picture. And yeah, my Instagram would be down. I wouldn't even post it. <laughs> Royce or, yeah. I know, like, I know E, because... I know E be like this nigga Lito be fanboying over Joe. If I ever met Joe, uh-huh. same thing. If I took a Damn. picture with that nigga, like God, I don't think I have. I don't have anybody. I would. You got somebody E female. Nobody you'd have to approach if you saw him. Nobody. Hey, I I I remember Obama. Obama. You talk about Obama? No. no? That nigga follows me on Twitter though. That nigga Obama Does follows he? me on Twitter. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I rem I remember I remember it was two thousand year two thousand and either one I got I don't know if it was one or two, but um I was working at a at a camp called a Fresh Air Fund and it, it was it was one of these camps out here in the city. They would take, oh shit! They would take hey, the- Eddie Murphy mentioned it in Delirious. <laughs> really? Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> So they would take under they would take underprivileged kids up here, <laughs> down here and you know you go to these camps so Camp funny. Tommy Camp ABC or whatever yeah. so I worked for Camp Tommy which was Camp Tommy Hilfiger uh-huh. and the counselors would be from all over the world Australia London China boom so one of the young ladies there who was leading the uh, computer department. Her name is Claire. Shout outs to Claire. I get there, and of course, I get there, and I'm the singer. Everyone knows me as a singer. So I'm singing, boom, boom, boom. And, she, you know, white girl, but she was bad. And it was the first time I saw a white girl with like a real fat ass, by the way. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I'm impressed. So we would talk, we would talk, we would talk. And 
she was like, you, your tone is like Michael. He would love to hear you. Like I would like I I should I should get you on the phone one day. I'm like, what is this bitch talking about? <laughs> get me on the phone. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, um, I was like, like you you've uh went to some shows. She's like, no, I like I talk with Michael. Like we write and I'm like this bitch lying. Whatever, cool, right? <laughs> so there was like four four encampments. You go up there for twelve days. You leave for you leave three days. Go back home. Come back. So during one of the goaways, I come back and she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna I I, I talk to Michael. He's gonna be in New York in Harlem for a press conference. We're gonna go next encampment." Like, why is this bitch lying? Like, what the like, bitch. I love Michael. Stop playing with me. Like I'm gonna I'm fuck you up. So 30 camp is over. Time to go back home for the three days. We just so happened to be back home. She's like, leg, meet me. We're gonna go and we're going to Harlem. He's doing something with Al Sharpton and this and this and this and that. I'm like, anybody could know that, but cool. But he was. This is when he was putting out his invincible album and he was having this fight against Sony. So we get to the place. Now, remind you, I used to go to high school over at this place. So I know the area and it's blocked off. I'm like, how the fuck are we getting into this spot? It's only a limited amount of seating, all this other shit. I just follow Claire, following Claire. We go through the barricade, walk through. I'm like, okay, she's a fan. Like she's shown me pictures that she's been to every show. She's had pictures with Mike, but I'm like, anybody got pictures with Mike. Like if you, whatever. So we get into the actual shit. Limited seating is a press conference, phone, everything. The news is there. And there was a speaker. Then it was Al Sharpton. Then Michael comes out, right? Michael goes straight to the podium, talks. Michael goes, sits down for a second. That nigga start looking over. He saw Claire and said, I said, whoa, wait a minute, bitch. <laughs> Hey, Mm-mm. Michael, you know him. <laughs> so I'm like this. I'm telling like, holy shit. Yo, I'm, I am fanboying. I'm like, and I'm like, I'm like 18, 19 years old. I'm like, oh shit. Like, fuck, I'm going to meet Michael. So end of, this, uh, uh, end of the co- uh, conference comes. Everyone's getting up to leave. And now at this point, it's mayhem because everyone's trying to rush towards the way that Michael's leaving. We get up. We start walking towards. There's a big, uh, uh, there's a um, Nation of Islam dude blocking the area for us to go through. And as she's walking over, he goes to do this, like to hold back. And one of the people with Mike points at her. It's like, Claire. And taps Michael. Michael turns around. Claire, I'm like, holy shit. Like, what the fuck just happened? Whoa. Deuces. Oh, and I used to go by LA back then. Hey, this is my friend LA. He loves you, boy. I'm just like, that was it. And I was good from there. I would Man. never need to meet anyone else. I would never need it. Right. I understand. I didn't Yo, get it. From I him. got you. And I, didn't, and I didn't even need it from him. Just that yeah. moment. Just like, yeah. oh, shit. I'm I'm yeah, good. It was like right there, like yeah, that's I'm good. Crazy. We go outside. We go outside, and I think Michael had like a diversion where he would send somebody else. I don't I don't know if he did this or not, but he had a diversion 
where he would send a lookalike out into the limo and they would leave first mm-hmm. to extract all. So a, a fucking something went off and you just saw a bunch of people running down fucking uh, uh, Fifth Avenue in Harlem, just running, chasing after this car. And I just stood there and was like, yo, I love this man, but that could never be me. Like, I, I don't, yeah. I don't think I, I don't think I could admire someone that much, and I don't think I want anyone to admire me that much. Yeah, so, yeah. That was the moment that I realized. Oh, I don't, I don't. I'm not. In, I'm not. I'm not beat. I'm like, yeah. I'm never, I met. I would beat. never be running after a car. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like even the pit. Never. Like even for me, the picture. Like the picture for me is. Um. There's no offense to nobody, but the picture for me is I have to know you. Mm. Yeah. Like this picture has to mean something for me. Right. I not, agree with not, that. No, not for right. not for, me, for both of us. Like this has yeah. to mean like we took this picture because we are for it to be a thing where, yo, come on, let's take this picture. Yeah. yeah. That for personal reasons, I'm not going to hang it nowhere. I'm not going to show nobody. I'm not going to post it online. Yeah. So yeah. it's only a few people that I you know, ever wanted to like, like I said, meet. I, I met Fifty um one time. That oh, was yeah? super dope. That was super dope. Yeah, Fifty. Yeah. Fifty super cool. It was one of them times where he was uh, promoting uh, his vodka, and I just happened to go to to one of the places and like um he pulled up in a in a black, all black uh SUV. Like I'm mm-hmm. sure that mug was bomb proof and bulletproof. <laughs> And he hopped out and he went inside and people stood in line and like you when you meet him like you t- I mean the the picture was probably like I mean it was probably about he spent like two minutes with everybody talked to him for a minute you know what I'm saying but I was like oh shit oh this like nigga <laughs> fifty like you know what I'm saying like mm. nah yeah nah that's that's always gonna be like that's the one. Like I said, it's only a few people that it's just people that I I mean, I know I would never get a chance to, to meet Jay. That would be dope. You know what I'm saying? Never I, get a I chance. I still to never meet met him. Um like I said, uh Joe had a, a um when he was rapping still, he had a he had a um show at um this place, this college, Central State. Mm-hmm. And um I I missed it, bro. Couldn't make it. But I remember like one of my friends, like it's like, yo, your boy up here, and they 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 got they got a chance to meet him and all of that shit. But you know, I was during I was during pump it up times, you know what I'm saying? During that time. I'm not gonna lie, we used to do shows. I used to hate that shit. I used to hate meeting Greeks. Did you? <laughs> I used to, you know, because I understand why why people would would want to because Joe's Joe's music made you feel like you you knew him mm-hmm. so the the picture was probably viable but just like the actual because most of the people who listened were people who actually could relate so you just wanted to have that relatable moment for a lot yeah. of people and there were some times where it was like super dope it was like some people would come up and it would give like some really dope story like some dope shit and it will fuel like it'll fuel us yeah. And there was moments just like, yo, fam, if you don't get the fuck away from us with this <laughs> shit. Like, and it would it would 
it's it's weird because funny enough we went we went to um we went to uh a, a, com- a comedy show in jersey the bill burr show he had a show at uh the prudential center and we were online to get drinks and you know at this point he's at his peak of his fame um and funny enough, it's not for music. It's for actually just being himself. So there was someone online who was ODing, but when you go to the Bill Burr show, you're not allowed to have your phone. You have to put your phone in these cases so you can't mm-hmm. take the actual show. So the dude is just like, oh my God, my mom, I'm here with my favorite rapper and I, I, I can't even take a picture in it. And this nigga Joe is just like, yo, bro, you gotta shut the fuck up. Like, I'm- <laughs> I'm just trying to chill. Like, I'm just here. I just want to watch. Like, yo, I, yo, enough. Re- like, just coming up sometimes and saying, yo, enough respect is just good enough. Yeah, yeah, like, bro, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. We were on that line for a cool 15 and 20. It's a long line. And yeah. he's literally right behind us. And you can tell he's a little tipsy as well. And he's talking <laughs> to the girl. And he just keeps talking about it to the point where I think Joe just like walked away for a minute and the guy was like, yo, man, like, yo, what's up? Like, he, I said, yo, bro, he, he's, he's normal. He's like, you, you gotta chill. Yeah. He just, he wants to watch the show. Like, like you're here to watch the show. He's here to be the same. Like, sometimes just doing this. Yeah, that's it. That's all you need to do. That's all you need. Hey, I, I did that to Andre. Th- hey, Andre Three Stacks. That was the, that was the, how far I went with Andre Three Stacks because I interrupted and he was in Guitar Center playing the guitar. I walked in on him. I was like, man, I respect the shit out of you. Gave him one of those and bounced because I had interrupted him, but he was super cool. He was like, oh, thank you. Yeah, like that, I knew like, I couldn't say nothing else. If, 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 if most supporters, I hate saying fans, but if most fans yeah. or supporters knew, that goes so much further with the artists than yeah. other shit. For sure. Like, and and also, you know, a lot of people, a lot of artists will pretend like they don't remember faces, but a lot of times niggas remember the frequent people. Yeah. Right. So the more we see you, the more we, you know, we appreciate the fact that you come in to show love. Right. And the more we see you and see you act normal, we start to appreciate that more. Cause like, oh, you you really here to support this. You're not here mm-hmm. for my time, my, my personal time. You're not mm-hmm. looking to invade my personal space. You just really right. appreciate what I do. And I can appreciate you for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we would like we would throw like dodgeball events, we would throw like pool parties and stuff, and there would be fans that would come and mm-hmm. come hang out because they were some of the more cooler people who we just like yeah. yo, we, you showing so much love. That's dope. We're gonna find a way to show it back at some point. Mm-hmm. Word. I heard about those pool parties. Y'all, y'all used to wow. I got a I got a baby off that pool party. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, uh, <laughs> and you want to close it? Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I might mumble over my words. Go ahead. Yo, nah, listen. Another great, another great episode. Like we always do. This is like we get together now, and shit just it just goes smoothly. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. The chemistry is dope as hell. Um, sorry, I was yeah. late. It's because of them planks. 
Hey, they real though. Man, I'll be taking naps now. I never took naps during the day. <laughs> oh, and, but I gained 10 pounds, my niggas. I weigh 127. No bullshit. 127, legit, like just with a Must. pair of boxers on, 127. So it's working. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Working. You about to, so you about to start? You about to get? You about to start boxing and stuff? Is are you? You cool? Who me? <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> uh, not right now, but uh, <laughs> yeah, nigga. I'll end it. Hey, I'll, you asked me to end it, right? I'll end like this, nigga. Ah, yeah, yeah. there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Mic drop. And this is the Triangle Office podcast. So we out. Glass in the air Toast to a high power Cause what you tuning in to right now Is Lito's Happy Hour Thanks for watching Happy Hour with Lito Podcast Check out Happy Hour with Lito Podcast on Facebook Happy Hour with Lito Pod on Instagram Lito's Happy Hour on Twitter and also make sure to check us out on Happy Hour with Lito podcast on YouTube. Happy Hour with Lito is a co-sinister one production. The other state is talking and we bout the action. Glasses in the air. Close to a higher power. This is Lito's happy hour.